episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. We're back! Hey, hey, hey! Wait, we gotta keep it down and make sure Jess doesn't hear us back here. That's true. No one knows we're back here. No one knows. Becca thinks I'm at a friend's house. Yeah, I told Jess, I'm like, I'm going to bed in the back because like... I came up with some weird reason, like I can't sleep right now. Like I, you should go to bed first. I'm just gonna go in the back and get some work done. They're so gullible. I snuck them in. I know. It's, it's like, amazing. Yeah. Why are the lights on? Like, what do you guys talk? What What are you talking? You talking to yourself? And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like a weird thing just, I got going on. I got an imaginary friend. I'm kind of lonely during quarantine. I've got like a mood board back here. Yeah. I'm just, you know, as uh, as Crystal would say, I'm just back here investing in myself. I'm investing in myself. <laughs> oh man. Well. We are happy to be back. The boys are back in. The boys are back in town. How you been, dude? Busy. Busy. Busy, but working good. The, working on the gym. Dude, gym stuff is endless. We have a lot of really fun projects coming out. A lot of, um, I don't know, just we've been like trying to be productive when things feel stagnant for businesses. Sure, sure. Which is a really difficult sea to navigate right now. But then also like Becca has been taking on more and more projects she's right. almost finished with her undergrad so pushing those projects out and then also ruth just turned two that's big becca just turned 26 and <laughs> becca just turned two ruth is two <laughs> becca turned two ruth's 26 yeah wait, and Val- i don't even know what it is Dude, anymore. and valentine's day happened do you have any idea like Ooh. how much emphasis becca puts on yeah how is she with that because that's such a couple thing. Like some people are like, oh, we don't care about any of that stuff. And then some people are like, I'm super chill all year, but my birthday and Christmas like are are like you can. It has to be major. So I'm I am a total um, Grinch when mm. it comes to like not a Grinch or like an Ebenezer or a Scrooge, a Scrooge, if you don't know Ebenezer Scrooge's first name, but I'm just <laughs> not big. Yeah, right. I'm not big on like Valentine's Day. Okay. What about and other holidays? Are you just an anti-holiday guy or is it Valentine's is like... I don't know. I'm is it like, an anti-corporate thing? Like, I don't like... It's like Hallmark created it to make money kind of vibe? Sort of, but I'm also just like, does it... Like, so Becca's all about not senselessly buying material things okay so for her gifts are about like emotional recognition right right seeing somebody it's the thought that counts vibe she's happy with with a really heartfelt letter with like effort put forward to make them to make her feel special on days she deserves to feel special on got it this shit is not my forte. <laughs> and it just becomes like anxiety inducing Yeah, because then you're like, it, did I do it right? Did, is it enough or whatever? Yeah. And then there's only so many hours in the day that it's like, when do I have time yeah. to do this? But yeah. I have to. So when you have them back to back to back. <laughs> when you have a birthday into Valentine's. Bro, it's Christmas. It was like a week difference, right? And then a month break and then three things all yeah, within a week right, of each right, other. Right, right, Okay. It's I a get lot. That we're see we're a little bit more we were like that but nowadays man it's like very practical it's like do you i want something or need something then i'm gonna get that for you or go buy it yourself i love you it's a little like more we're a little bit more like that like you know for christmas it was like we were walking through the mall and saw something and it was like oh i really like that jess was like let's just get it that'll be your christmas present 
than vice versa. You know what I mean? So we're a little bit more like we like time away or like a getaway or like a date night over an actual thing. Um, but it's funny how the, over the arc of the relationship, like the the letters and the this and the that's were a thing. And then like nowadays, it's more like that's eh, all right. <laughs> it's funny. how, And I don't know what that is, but it is funny how it, it has shifted definitely to a much more practical. I think kids do that, too. Having right? a kid changes See, everything. I think having the kid makes it fun because at this point, I'm like, what am I going to give my parents a wish list? Give Be- yeah. Tell Becca, like, yeah. this is what I want for Christmas, babe. You know what's so funny? We, like this last year, um, or just, you know, the last couple of years, like, see Jess's dad, you know, and um, our, you know, kind of, I guess it would be stepbrother, whatever, anyway, for Christmas. And uh, it's funny, they're still young. And they'll, they are like literally at 6 a.m., like downstairs ready. And I am just begging for like an extra hour of sleep. Do you guys, what do you do for Ember? Does Ember know what Santa Yeah, Ember knows the whole thing. She's super pumped. She's super, super excited. So but, you, does she think Santa's real? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm a big Santa guy. I love that. Like, I want you to believe in Santa as long as humanly possible. I fucking love that. Because for me, I go like, I remember being five years old and like, thinking i heard him and having it be like electric my ass was sleeping under the tree that's what i mean it's it's so exciting and so electric and then there's always like the kid who's like four is just like you know he's not real and i'm like dude you've already lost like what do you know you get a you get a couple years to live this like perfect fake life magic where magical life where nothing bad exists it's nothing but just fun and epicness and if you're already like you know that's not real I mean, it's going to be, it's all downhill from here. It's all responsibilities and like work and like. Where are those tiny little skeptics from our childhood now? Do you think they're like (laughs) so much further in life than us because they stopped believing in Santa? I don't think it's worth it. I I think those couple magical five, six years. I'm all about, I'm like Ember. Santa Claus exists as long as you will believe he exists. Do you think there's depression linked to this kind of stuff though? Because I certainly Maybe. have days where I'm like, I'll be sad, certifiably sad. Okay. And Becca will be like, oh, like what's going on? And I never really want to admit that I'm upset about like, oh, why isn't Lord of the Rings real? <laughs> right? Like, uh, dude, I'll have those moments dude. when I'll watch a movie and be like, man. Or you know what messes me up? I'll have a dream mm-hmm. about maybe a movie or a thing and I'll wake up and be like, and I was hanging out in Leonardo DiCaprio with my best friend, and we were on a hovercraft. And I'm like, dang. Like, why couldn't the future be more like <laughs> back to the future? Right. Like, where's my hoverboard? Mm-hmm. Or I'll just be like, I'll just be fed up with stress of work. And I'm like, man, life could be simpler. Like, all I could be focused on is killing orcs. Right. <laughs> all I could be a huge sword. Just like. And slaughtering evil beings. You know? Well, I mean, it's sad. Um, this, this is the existence we live in. It is sad. Um, but we can handle it. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I'm learning to. I'm learning to cope. I think it's an ongoing, it's a lifelong journey. <laughs> it's a journey that orcs aren't real, or at least to our knowledge. To our knowledge. Speaking yeah. of orcs, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Harrison yes. got <laughs> took a break. For took real. A, took, a, took a much needed little break, Ski. Yeah. And um, Could, would you say that he, he revealed that he's on the side of the white wizard? <laughs> I would say... <laughs> Um, if you're not familiar with Lord of the Rings, ladies and gentlemen, um, that is not the good side. Yeah, no, bad guy. Um, you know, all, all I'm going to say on this is that... Uh, it's an incredible lesson of 
when to shut your mouth. It was just a classic, like, you are so out of touch. Shut up. And just shut up. Literally. And you, you just saw, like, this, like, like, this snowball. So what? And also just basically, like, negating her entire perspective and point of view. And, like, she's like, who would I have been at that party, Chris? And he's like, it was 2017. It's like, you know, that was, like, yesterday, what right, bud? What does that even mean? Yeah, that, that's not an out. Anyway, we're out of our depth on this one. All we do know is that we support our ladies and what they were, what they said um, on the last episode about it. Um, dude's, yeah, a, dude's a weird creep. And uh, that's all we got to say about it. Yeah, we're not equipped to go into depth on this. It's no. just, um, I predict a retirement. I support a retirement. I think it's time to hang it up. Yeah, like, you know? people are asking us what who we think the stand-in's going to be. I have no opinion. I hope it's not Hannah Brown. And I just... Um, I think whoever stands in for him is probably just going to take it over. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll find someone great. Someone He's who's been talking it. about wanting to leave the show for like a few seasons. Oh, really? I believe so. I mean, he's made so much money. He's so weird and out of touch. He's writing erotic novels that no one wants to read. In his like, spare time. Like- the dude's a weirdo. And I think he's kind of, he's like the, un- he's like the creepy uncle that just is still coming to dinners and you're just kind of like, all right, bro, you got to go. Like, Dude, the stuff with his son in the like. Yeah, all that weird stuff. And he's just like waving to the camera and he's using his camera skills. He's like, my son. And you know what? At the end of the day, when you actually watch the show, the dude doesn't do much. Like he rolls up and he's like, "Uh, just so you know, this is going on. Take your time. And then he leaves. And I'm like, this guy gets 10 million a year. Like, this is insane. Probably more. Yeah. Okay. I mean, 80 grand would be too much. Yeah. So anyway, I support the next changing of the guard on that one. Um, let's get into this, dude. It's been a couple episodes since we last oh, came. Four episodes. Four episodes. So we're not going to do some like step by step at all. We're just going to no. kind of jump into some concepts, some ideas, some stuff we've been thinking the about. Big, the big ticket items. Big ticket items. Um, let's start with kind of the, you know, we had the big Victoria thing go down. We had... Um, a real like split down the middle of people becoming people we didn't expect. Um, you know, I guess my question, and we, you know, we've kind of asked people about it too. And are these people all, are these, are these ladies, these chunk of ladies, all that mean, or is it just like the pressure of the show making people lose their minds? It's, I think it's more the latter what I think this show does really well is it it like hyper focuses people's insecurities. Mm. And also that's what we that's what the interesting content is. Yeah. Is seeing people fall apart. Right. And I think COVID and quarantine has a lot to do with the with how fragile I completely agree. This is because it's such a closed social group. I'm glad you brought this up. And like in this episode, um, Oh, why can't I think of her name right now? But she describes new girls coming in as a virus. Oh, yes. I remember. I, I don't remember who was, said that, but it was, I mean, that's like. Oh, wow. Very on the nose. But it was like, yeah, because you guys have all just been confined dealing with each other that when the disruption happens, it's it suddenly just brings out everyone's insecurities in a big, 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 big way because they're all still dealing with they're thinking that their relationship is sound and secure. Yeah. And then they don't get a group date rose. Yeah. Or they think that they showed up for him in a big way. And then he focuses on someone else. Yeah. And then 
if someone new comes into that play, it just creates this whole new reason to be frazzled. Well, and think about this. They're usually traveling the world. Mm-hmm. So they're getting on planes, they're eating food, they're hanging out with different people, they're calling this, they're doing that, they're going into different hotels every week. Like they're doing all sorts of epic stuff that's distracting you from maybe like the intensity of the moment. So I think that you can get into week four and be like, I've been to Croatia and Japan and like all these crazy places in the, all over the world I've never been to. So like Fort, not uh, uh, Fort Worth, uh, wherever. <laughs> Texas. Yeah, but you sometimes know, they go to like random obscure yeah, spots. Yeah, but it's like you know, a lot of times like they're going all over the world. So it's like if you've never even a lot of these people are young, and so they've never flown to like across you know oceans and stuff. So it breaks up the monotony of just like sitting all day in the same hotel room in some random city, just waiting for the moment you're going to get the call, which is a pressure cooker. Like I studied abroad in college, and I remember I had a chunk when I was in like rural England. And it was like this cool like castle and we were like... What part of England? It was like uh, Lancaster, like up more like mid. And uh, when I was there, like when I hit like a month, it was like, have I been here a year? Because when you're in this kind of, you can't go anywhere and it's nothing but fields and you're just kind of in this castle, like going to school with the same small group of people every day. A month is not a month. It's like a year. And so all of a sudden you're seeing. So when these when these ladies are talking about we've been here for five weeks, six weeks, I'm going, that is that would make you start to go in. And, and I was going to school. I wasn't under some like microscope of like, does this person love me? And I'm fighting a group for this person. Like that is Lord of the Flies. Totally. I mean, that's where like it's it's almost to me like there's an attempt to then break the newcomer down to just destroy all confidence at all costs so that they pose as little of a threat as possible right totally which is just it's wild to watch it was sad for me to watch some of my favorites fall victim to that insecurity yeah mj being the biggest one that was huge out of nowhere it hit man it was over yeah it was rough i was i had high hopes i wonder you know an interesting question who do you think got a very good presentation from the producers who could have been a bully. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. cause we had obvious aggressors. We had Victoria, Anna, and then well, Victoria. I mean, I don't even know if yeah, Victoria, that's not, that's she just was like, an aggressor from day one. <laughs> right. I don't think it mattered that new girls came in, but we had Victoria and Anna and MJ. Like they really all of a sudden became this kind Anna of like was the big super super negative team. Well yeah, she she was she really got exposed for like her inability to handle like this situation. And like it, it became immediately for Anna it became about every other girl. Then it then it became about like Matt. Well, she also took it a step further than just being rude. Oh, she was like brutal and like talking behind people's backs about their like personal lives and obviously what happened stuff up yeah and when she created that whole rumor and stuff like that's that's not i'm under a lot of pressure that's like character defect level like it's really really dark so it was like uh i I don't i can't think of anyone who got a good rap maybe but i just felt like there was a good chunk of ladies there was like the mjs the annas and the victorias that were just to be honest with you like clearly showing that they weren't didn't have good bones with their situation so like they were immediately exposed as being like instigators but then there was other people that got kind of swept up in the like negativity like where you could tell they were on the border 
and they were like good people but like in that pressure cooker like got swept up in it you know what i mean and that was the sad thing it's like you see people just snapping you know what i mean like serena c was kind of like that for me like she was super cool and all of a sudden she started to get real like cutting at people you know like she started to there was a group of people that just kind of started to like they couldn't handle it kit at the end started losing it like kit did i gotta say yeah you know she was she were you were rooting for her for i was i like and i actually we can talk about kit but i actually liked kit to the end she grew on me she grew on me and honestly this last episode made me have more respect for her Mm -hmm. just because she she got shook up by like well i don't want to jump too ahead but some of the girls left really unexpectedly and she was like i didn't expect that right and then she was like well where do i stand and she did not wait she knew she She took her power card went and saw him alone and just said you got to tell me right now right and i loved that I have to say, I think that is a very cool self-confidence. Yeah. And like, you just like go into that being like, you've you've made up your mind, depending on what he says, I'm packing my bags up and going home. Right. And I love that because it just shows you, she wasn't there for a fame catch. Yeah. It was like actually being interested in the process, which is something I doubted about her from the get-go. Mm-hmm. But if you were really interested in just maximizing your screen time, you wouldn't deliberately put yourself in a situation where you might, you know, have to eat your shoe, put your foot in your mouth, basically. Yeah. Like the, um, what's her face? Sarah? Yeah. Where she pulls the card of like... The dad and everything? Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. And then when she's in the limo and she's like, Matt, she says something about like, matt had her leave. it wasn't like matt had her leave yeah, but she kinda. was like really it was like borderline twisting the situation of like sure. do you want him to just chase after you i'm sure there was and a, stop i'm you? sure there was a bit of that for sure yeah, yeah. i mean yeah i mean I did, and this is a random caveat but with kit like i look at it like you know what man she's 21 21 years old and you're and i think i think it hit her in the middle of the show i think she was like this will be a fun thing oh my gosh i'm already on the show here we go blah blah, blah. and then she's going dude these ladies, she's probably having all these conversations in, in the hotel going, these ladies want a kid next year. They're ready to get married tomorrow. And they're fantasizing about their families. And she's like, I'm, I just legally allow, am allowed to drink. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, she's alone, had a fake ID since she was course, 16 or But like, she's just even. like, dude, I can't even rent a car. I can't, you know, I'm like, I'm literally was a teenager two years ago. So like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And then Matt's like a grown man. You know what I mean? And so she's probably just feeling a little bit like, Ooh, these ladies are so much more intense than I am about this whole process. And so she just took the power and just said, I think I got to run. Dude, Matt is highly unpredictable to me. He is. It's really interesting. I thought I had him pegged. Right. And I don't, I don't at all. Well, I kind of, let's get into it. I mean, how are you feeling about Matt so far? okay there's so there's i've got a lot i'm all over the place about matt yeah basically i do think he's taking this extremely seriously yeah to the point where i have a lot of respect for the way he's going about it and i have to say his performance on the show is like so sterile stoic yeah yeah he's like really he's so hard there's never a slip it's perfectly rehearsed 
Exactly. And that's like, I, it hit me in this last episode. I was saying to you, it's like his, he's got so much confidence in himself that it's like upsetting to me because like all these women are telling him that they're falling in love with him and he just responds or looks at them in this way of like, yeah, of course you are. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Right. But we're not here to discuss, we're here to discuss who I'm falling in love with. And sorry to say, it's not you. Right. And he does it in this really nice way where it's like, I've seen you. He always does a point of bringing up like their early conversations of like, I never forgot anything you said to me. I never forgot any of our moments. It's just, I don't feel like we're there yet. Yeah. And I feel like he handles all the breakups extremely well, better than honestly, almost any other bachelor Mm -hmm. I've seen on this show. Right, right, right. There's no, because I don't see any fault or yeah, like, like not a lot of like human error going on. But I don't see him being as vulnerable as the women. Right. No, no, no. I, I completely agree. Like I'm not seeing t- like I'm I'm we're like what seven weeks into this thing now? We yeah, episode seven. And it's like we're talking people are leaving. Right? That like we're talking almost two months in. We got people that he was in love like Who's that he really you? liked. And then and then all of a sudden they're gone. And I think it and it's one thing to like get rid of someone that you're not in that into and not show a lot of like emotion, but it's another to be like, there's been multiple people who have left or who have felt like we're not on the same page or there's no struggle. Like most people would have cried a little bit when like Kit left going like, whoa, I wasn't going to get rid of you. And like, man, I show a tear of just like, man, this is harder than I thought. Like he's just like, so this is, this leads me to this. He's always like, do you want me to walk you out? This is it's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Dude, I was gonna say all it's it's like hilarious. Like I it hit me early on, and I was like, I'm gonna start analyzing this. Every single time he lets someone go, directly after he says it, he goes, Can I walk you out? Not even a beat, not even like a hey, I'm sorry this happened. Let's talk more about this. Are you okay? I know that this no, no, just and I just don't think we're at that point. It's like Can I walk you the, out? It's like he took a cotillion <laughs> like, class right, right. on how to be the bachelor. How to let someone down. And then he didn't, yeah. he didn't like take into the effect that like you just devastated them. And it, two moves he does every time. He holds the rose in front of their face, by the way. It's the best. And he goes. He dangles he goes, it and he shakes it we've out. We've had the most incredible time. You are the best woman I've ever met in my life. And I can't imagine myself with anyone else except you but I just don't feel that way about you right now. Can I walk you out? And they're just like, what? And he does it so fast. I think it's actually a tactic because they're in shock. Because mm-hmm. in other seasons, like people are bawling on the way to the car. He gets them in the car fast enough to where they're just like, oh, I'm sorry. Where my, what? Where's my luggage? Yeah, and then they're totally. gone and then they're bawling in the car, but he gets them out of there quick. And I just thought like, I wonder if he does this in real life where he like sideswipes someone's car accidentally and they're like, you, you hit my car. And he's like, can I walk you out? And they're like, what? And then he does it quickly and then he leaves. Like, hey, um, your house is on fire. Like, can I walk you out? And he's like, yeah, he, I did do that. Would you like my insurance? He's like, would you like my insurance? Can I walk you out? And they're like, what? Like, he's got this hilarious ability to immediately get him out of there. Dude, it's... Like, eight weeks of work and you're just like, can I walk you out? It's so... It's like, because he doesn't... He, because he doesn't show any emotion, it's so... Cal- it, it's... I... It's hard for me to say it's calculated. But I, I it's, this know. is the Maybe. thing is his guard is up. Right. His guard is up so high when he's going on these one-on-ones. And it's like, I mean, look, I've had, I know from dating where you're like, 
we had a great first date or a great second date. Sure. I wonder if it's going to be there. And then you have, well, maybe it's just actually you have a really good first date and then your second date falls a little bit flat. Right. And you're right, like, right. okay, third date just to make it up. And the second the date starts, you know what's happening. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this yeah. is how it's going to go down. Right. And that, that to me seems like a lot of these one-on-ones, but what's wild is these women have to be put in the position to take the risk. Yes. And they're always taking the risk. Always have to say, I'm falling in love with you. Right. At a certain point on the show. Remember Bree goes, Hey, by the way, I gave up my like, like dream job for this. And he's like, really hope that uh, he's like out for you. And he's like, Oh, I (laughs) love that. Yeah. Right. Like it's a little bit like, okay, man, like you're not given much. And like, People are like, yeah, saying I'm falling in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. And you're just kind of like, great. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. Like, it does feel a little bit like he's the perfect man. But in that perfection is like, where's the human level a little bit? Dude, for real. But I also then respect him in a lot of ways of like when Heather came on the show. And she's like waving her endorsement in front of him. She's like, dude, Hannah B endorses me. Like, we're going to be a great couple. And he's like, (laughs) yeah, cool. It'd be insanely disrespectful to the women who've been here if I just brought you on. But that's what I mean. He's the perfect man. Like, he never messes up a moment. He handles it perfectly every time. But I'm also kind of like, I kind of want you to mess something up a little bit. I kind of want you to make the wrong call. I kind of want you to say the wrong thing. Like, I kind of want... I'm done. I don't need you to be perfect. I want you to be human a little bit so that we can see. Because we're seeing the women be human. We see mm-hmm. them mess up. We see a good person say the wrong thing and then paint themselves in the wrong light and have to deal with the repercussions of that. He is perfect. And now, I just want to see like the what is that? Is that real life for you? Like, is that day to day for you? Is just perfect responses to every single problem? So I think there is. Here's what this is what I picked up on in this latest episode is when he sends Heather home, Mm -hmm. he says to her, I already see my wife in that room. Yeah. He's locked. The man has made his mind So you think think he's done? He knows exactly who he wants to take away. It doesn't Mm. matter what's going to happen in hometowns. She was saying that's why he can kind of like just cut people out, no problem, or kick and leave, and he's just just like, I'm I'm good. He's made his mind. He's like, I'm basically Claire... Mm-hmm. but I'm not going to break the show in half. Pretty <laughs> like, much. I'm, yeah. I'm already clear, but I'm going to like at least go to the wow. end here. Okay. Talk about, I had, that was far gone from my memory. Yeah. That was wild. Right. So she just, she did this. She's like, I know who my person is and she cut the show off and he's going, I'm not going to, but as the perfect man wouldn't, now the I'm not going to ruin thing, production. The craziest thing is I was 100% convinced his woman was Abigail. Mm. I was so fully, let's get into this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who were you? Who were you shocked? Were Abigail. You, Abigail. You were shocked that that let go. That floored me. Yeah. She was. I mean, she was amazing. Like she really was. She she really handled so many of the toxic situations really well. She kind of handled herself well. She was, you know, confident in herself. Like she really was in a lot of ways. Like amazing. She had like coming for me. It like to me, she had more layers about her. Sure that we got to see in such an unforced way. It was also natural. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it just, I felt like I was the, as a viewer, I felt the most connected to who Abigail was as a person. And I felt like Matt had that same kind of understanding yeah. of like, I don't know that you, they always bring up like the trauma card of like the shared trauma of right. like her dad, leaving her and her sister. And then it, it 
expressing all these feelings of like, my kids have an extremely high chance of being deaf. And he's reassuring her through all these things. To me, there is no doubt of like, Abigail's for sure going past hometowns to fantasy it's suites. Least, it she'll at least kind of be there right at the end. I thought be a she was going to be left. one or two. Right, right. He acts that. See, here's what I'll say. I feel like I saw it. Really? I saw it. And here's why. I didn't see the sexual chemistry. I saw the like on paper chemistry. Because when I would see him with Michelle, Rachel, Piper, I'd be like, there's that electricity. Abigail's got the like on paper, you're great. And I should like you more than I do. But they just didn't have that like thing. It's like Katie and Abigail are in that same world to me where they're like, they're on paper sweet and kind and like mature and can handle all these crazy situations and they never let it all get to them the fact that he let both of them go was like i get it there's not that like fire you know what i mean there's not that like energy there that says like i can't wait to get with you on this date i can't wait to kiss you it just kind of felt like god you're great (laughs) you know what i mean but it's just you can't force that chemistry Where when I see other other ladies, I go, he's struggling a little bit with a couple of these because he's going, man, I got a lot of chemistry here and I got a lot of chemistry here. I got to figure out what works. Um, what shocked me was Piper when he let Piper go because I thought they had like a pretty raw connection. See, I'm not saying more than everyone else, but it definitely felt like a, she's going to be at the hometown. She's going to be maybe top three. You know, she's going to be right there because they felt like they had a really good connection. I don't know. It just felt easy, you know, like like I felt the same way with Michelle. It just felt like there's such an ease there and there's such a connection that when he when he cut the cord, I was like, whoa, he, so yeah, a little shocking. That's funny because I feel the same way about Piper that you seem to be saying you feel about Abigail. Okay. And that for me is Piper always seemed like she had reservations about the process, had reservations about being on the show in the first place. And seemed to be like when even when she left, she's like, "This is exactly what I knew was going to happen." That that yeah 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 that was sad. That was really sad. I felt bad for her. It when was, she did that. but then I was also like, "That that's part probably part of the reason that you're gone at this point is that you were always anticipating it. You were kind of like waiting for it to not go right, so then you kind of manifested it. Yeah, but I don't. But see, I don't think that's a problem because. I feel like in the past, we've seen a lot of contestants in general kind of have that attitude and the bachelor or bachelorette is like chasing them. You know what I mean? Like even Sarah, look at Sarah. Sarah was like in her room moping and she was like go checking in on her. You know what I mean? So I think that the electricity is there, the negativity doesn't even matter because they find it. So I agree with you that she was not bringing the energy when it came to like the process because she was scared. But I did feel like there was energy there. So, I mean, the fact that both of those got let go, I was, I was pretty... I was shocked, you know, I was shocked about the the Piper, you were shocked about the Abigail, both like really great ladies and both, I thought, offered a lot. But no. like you said, if he's already made up his mind, then it is kind of like all bets are off. Who do you think's the best for, like, who do you like the most for, for him? Where you go like, if I was to, on the paper, like choose like what seems to be the best, do you have like a... Who would be the best... Matt. I'll I say mean, this oh, yeah, is, go ahead. If, you, if you know you, uh, for me I like Michelle Michelle hits me as like 30 years of marriage material yeah you know what I mean like she's 
got the same interest. She was an athlete. She's like super mature. They like they had they the, have they had tons that, of sexual chemistry. So, tons too. of sexual chemistry. Tons of like what feels like adult chemistry. You know what I mean? She's twenty seven. You know what I mean? Like she's just a little bit more like aware and a little bit more like I know who I am. She they you know they're just they just vibe right to me. It feels like wifey material for sure. What's interesting to me is right now my the front runner. Not my not not who I would pick the front runner to mm-hmm. be, but right now the front runner I see is Rachel. Yes. No, I mean no, that that's definitely like Which, that's the difference between like maybe who I want versus like who maybe is like sneaky lead. You know what I who's mean? Actually it's like when you see someone of like, why do these people date the wrong people? Yeah. Which I mean, I don't want to spend more. I don't want to go back and end up spending time on this whole this like whole thing of stuff. like Rachel, sure, 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 on a plantation. Crazy. But it's one of those thing. things. But this brings up the question <clears throat> of Matt's gonna have to Matt's gonna find this stuff out because the show does this. They're obviously, gonna like obviously. I'm waiting for next episode when they're like, we found out something really interesting that might like you know affect mm-hmm. your relationship mm-hmm. with someone. Interesting, but. Really, I always think it's funny how much of an emphasis the contestants put on the engagement. Yeah. At the end of the show, because it's like it's just an, it's an engagement. Engagements can be broken. Yeah. And we see it happen more often than not. So really, it's like you're gonna have a girlfriend at the end of the show. Yeah. That you're only getting engaged to because you signed a contract to do it. Given that she looks like the front runner right now. My gut instinct is when Matt finds out what he finds out, he's probably going to play the PC card knowing that he's in the public, knowing that he's in the public eye and he's going to make the decision to be like the relationship can't go on. Do you think him and Sarah have a dating potential (laughs) post show? I think that depends on Sarah. I think she's one of those that has the power to like, shoot him a dm after the show and be like let's get coffee and he's getting coffee you know so i think it depends on her i mean if she's what celebrity she's in between you know what i mean that's also true if she's like not dating a certain celebrity at the time many scandals then it's like if she's yeah yeah and she's so fire for him like he and he's like he can't handle it like he was around her and he was just like i'll do anything for you you know what i mean she's way too much power for him to where, like, at any moment, he she sends the text. He's, like, flying to wherever she Do is. Do you think so. there'll be the moment when he gets to see the show and see how he reacted to her that he'll be, like, like oh. Embarrassed of, like, I was simping hard. Like, I was under this spell. Like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I, he probably just knows it. He's, like, I was lost. But, okay. um, Why do you feel like Rachel's taking the lead? What makes you feel like she is? Because when you really break it down, like, they had a little moment, but there hasn't been tons and tons of times. No, I think there's been times where Rachel gets, like, Rachel got the group date rose mm-hmm. on this episode, which to me was really big because he cleaned house this episode. And like I said, I think he's made it clear to me that he knows what he wants and Matt's yeah. not interested in leading people on. And after he stated that multiple times, he then gave her the group date rose and singled her out for like an exclusive one-on-one time little special event where they had probably the biggest artist they've ever had sing for a a date on the show. Right. Someone who actually had a song we all knew the words to. You're talking about Temecula Road? 
No, but they <laughs> killed it. Yeah, but okay. But here's the, when we went. I was like, me and Becca watched that, and I was so like, that's the best me. band that's ever been on the show. They and were, then they we, were like, they were like, they were so corny to me. They but, were so like, like just like manicured perfect nashville band where it's like the guy has the beard that's like in the in the, uh, and the girl is like perfectly sprayed it just felt like it just felt so manufactured them like temecula road even the name it sounds yeah, like a winery like it's we went to like, their spotify we went to their spotify to listen to their actuals like their studio and the, like, the songs are good no I mean, oh the bad. the songs were horrible you just you so you felt like their their performance was good they should take the note and from their performance on the show and go full acoustic like it just feels like something my, my parents would love they'd be like have you heard of this band to make 100 that's a massive demographic and a guy and it's a great band it just felt like you that. know all you know of our I mean? parents like vanilla parent our parents tend to have more money than <laughs> the kids they can buy cds mm. Not mine, but I know what you're, I know what you're trying to but say. I was like, you know, I was just, I was very disappointed when I went to their Spotify and found out that they're not like, you know, an acoustic band. Oh, and they're like full rock band. Yeah, it was oh, really okay, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it, it was got very. It. They did different. the breakdown for the show. Um. Okay. Let's. But no, they they had this episode was a guy who's like. Yeah, he was great. No, he was a vibe. He was a vibe. He was good. Yeah, I I don't know who that was. I don't know. I've never heard his. I know his song. Oh, okay. You don't know that? I don't know. I don't know, but I liked it. I remember really enjoying it. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> you're Mr. Music, you know? No, just because got... I do music doesn't mean I know all no, songs. No, you're Mr. Music. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> music. <laughs> what do you prescribe? Um, since we're just jumping around like crazy, what did you think about the Heather thing? <sighs> that was sad for Heather. Brutal sad for you all around brutal she's like i'm here because my friend thinks we'd be really good together it's like sick heather where were you six weeks ago (laughs) like what were you thinking oh my god dude when she came in and the girls were just like one of the girls just goes go home yeah i had the the captions on and she's like i'm really sorry and all you did was go home and i was like whoa and then she says something where she's like I don't even want to be doing this. And they're like, yeah. so get out of here. And it was like, she's like, I'm Heather, sorry. I took a note where I was like, Heather should be coming in way hotter than she is. And just like when the girls come at her, she should be like, literally none well, like of energy your, wise. She's coming one in person's yeah. opinion matters. Right. And it's none of yours. Right. Yeah. And she I'm was, here. Deal with it. And she like, could have walked you out of cruise in, And all of a sudden the girls were like, oh my God. Let's you be know friends. You know what I, okay. So they, Let's break this down. They ripped her apart. It was, first of all, she showed up in a van. Okay. Why do you have a van? Rental like, car? But why do you rent a van? I mean, or did rent she a drive Kia, all the way rent across a small the, Kia. Did she drive across no, the country? They said she flew. She flew. So she flew and then rented a van. Like, I'll take, I'll take the uh, eight passenger van, please. Like, how many? Got a lot of today? bags. One. How many drivers? One. They're like, okay. Maybe weird. she packed for the whole thing. You know? Maybe. Um, and then she shows up, you know, obviously bad acting and the security guard and the whole like, uh, uh, is anybody there? Let me call Chris Harrison. He's just waiting what by. What the bleep is yeah. she doing yeah, here? What the frick? You know what I mean? It was just so cornball. But she had to like quarantine. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a 24 hour quarantine. She was probably there for like Ten at days, least two weeks, <laughs> at least a week. So she's just in a room going crazy. So now. So maybe she shows up like they're just rapid testing her like yeah, every hour trying to get it going. But it's like, 
she's at least there another week. So now we're another weekend. So, so this is, I, I, I just, I just imagined what happened. I imagined that before Matt got on, there had been a couple small conversations like, you should meet Matt. Man, I was like, you should meet Matt. He's a super cute guy. He's really nice. He is cute. Yeah, yeah I should meet him. It just never really happens. Boom, he gets it. Boom, it's happening. Boom, they're quarantined. The show's going. Hannah and her are drinking. They're talking to friends who are a production. They're like, yeah, we're in week two. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Hannah's like, you know what would be insane? You should go there. I'm telling you, this is a Cinderella story. I'm telling you, this could be the love of your life. They're drinking, they're hanging. And, 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 she, and you know, Heather's kind of like impressionable, you know, she's kind of like, I want to, you know, Hannah's kind of a celebrity now and I, I like hanging out with her. Oh, I'm going to do it. We're me insane. Not really realizing like I'm flying there. I have to quarantine for 10 days. I have to do all this stuff. Then shows up. And I also think that when she walked into the room, I don't know how you felt, but she walked into the room and looked at the group like, y'all know who I am. And, I, and everyone was like, who's this random girl? So I think she overestimated her celebrity a little bit thinking like the celebrity is in town and I'm going to blow Matt's mind when I show up and he's going to be like, Oh my God, I got to give this a real thought. And he's just kind of like, Oh yeah. Like Heather. Yeah. You're friends with my friend. We never met. And my question, why are you here for real? <laughs> so what I laughed about in that was she kept emphasizing that Hannah thought that they would be really good together. Yeah. And my question, this is my question is, uh, first, I also want to talk about Tyler's little cameo. <laughs> yeah, that was Tyler, so random. my boy. But I also... <laughs> I love that guy. He's I, like a frat guy. He's just like... Playing pool, like, oh just my like God. like a massage, my dude. Uh, just like, I'm so chill. I'm just like, usually I don't get my nipples touched, but uh, I'm, I'm not hating this. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say no. Try everything once. <laughs> He's like, dude, once I did ayahuasca? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> spiritual, dude. I've, no, I saw God, dude. My question is actually they're boys they're, they're like boys they're real boys yeah they're real friends they look out for each other yeah i wonder if hannah has been like hey you should introduce matt to my friend heather and he's like yeah no yeah like yeah like oh, why oh. have they never met or or, or like, totally throw me another bud light like it was like i don't even care about what sick you're idea hannah. <laughs> throw me another beer hannah you're mental yeah let's yeah. move on back on the boat for you know sure I mean? no matt's never gonna meet her yeah right like, i don't because, even care about what you're saying well they hung out a whole bunch at the start of like they, yeah, they were, were quarantined all together in florida together so it's like okay, wait so you're i was just like have you guys really never met mm -hmm. but then also i was really skeptical of the fact of like why did you never meet if someone thinks yeah. you're so compatible and it's like, I wonder if Tyler just filtered that whole situation out and was like, no, Hannah, they're probably not actually, that's not Matt's. Type. And I think that she thought the whole, like, we're your friends with my friend off the show. We're both kind of like celebrities now, blah, blah, blah. like you're going to kind of just feel like I'm on your team and I'm not just one of the contestants. And he, and he, and she just vastly overrated the, how much he was falling for other people also she vastly overestimated the the where these women were at oh totally because she thought like i'm gonna come in they're gonna be like hi Dude, nice they, to meet you let's have some champagne and like they they're like you're just bouncing from one bachelor show to the next bachelor show like sad sad for you it was brutal what did serena was it serena who was just like i don't want to listen to your tears right now can you just leave yeah like go do interviews because don't do this on don't do this that for was us. In, 
incredible. Like it was entertaining, but when you actually think about like this is real people like talking to this other real person, you were like way meaner than when the new girls got injected. Oh yeah, they were so far done with that. It was far past like we're varsity it, and you're It wasn't fun anymore. No. It wasn't like playful and kind of rude. These these women had become hardened like soldiers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they were like time tested in the battlefield for 2 months and they're like they're like in war. And here walks in like a private who's just like, I don't know. I just am excited to see Matt and like he's friends with Hannah. Like maybe we'll connect. And like she walks in the room and these guys have like swords and they're just like, get out of here. And she's like, oh my gosh, like I was not ready for this. It was pretty incredible. Brutal. The, uh, I, I was also just like, you've been on the show. What in the world made her think this was a... I don't think she was thinking. I think she literally was just like, this is going to be funny and psycho. And like, Hannah, you're going to be like, I'm going to call you later. This is crazy. I think that's like literally the extent. And all of a sudden, like, you didn't realize what you were doing. Because it was like, imagine, imagine flying somewhere, renting a car, quarantining for 10 days, doing your makeup, getting the perfect dress line, walking the gauntlet, going in, interrupting the date, nervousness, and you just go, hi. And 10 minutes later, he goes, what does he say? Can I walk you out? Can I walk you out? <laughs> he goes, can I walk you out? Like He literally, within like the first five minutes of meeting her, just goes, I need a second, and then walks back and he goes, you gotta go. So And he's there, just like, okay, back to Miami. There is a point where I do sympathize with that. So I've been, I have been in the position where I've flown across the entire country to a girl and you got rejected oh i want to hear this it's sensitive okay well you don't have to get into the details it's fresh but but we had we it feels fresh we had uh i'm sorry becca i'm gonna talk about this i'm gonna talk about previous relationship Mm. we had an amazing weekend together and then i had to go back to to california sure where, was, where, what what state were you in? She was in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. Okay. And I went back. This was so funny. This was when I was on tour as a personal rock climbing instructor to that DJ. I know who I've worked with him. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was amazing. So we were just like, anyway, it was crazy, fast paced. But I had this amazing weekend with this girl. And then I got back and we were just like, we should let's let's make plans like let's do this and it was like yeah absolutely right. i'm gonna book a plane ticket out there i'm coming out i've got a plane ticket booked in three weeks which is a big move huge move. huge move but big it was gamble. so but you felt romantic like it, you, so you felt like it was a done deal in regards to it like was this wasn't aw- weird it was to such do. an incredible feeling to be like i can't wait for this like sex capade to happen and sure fly and out to washington and, and have this incredible weekend where we're just gonna do nothing but like continue to fall in love mm. and then Lo and behold, she had met a dude in between that time. How long? What was the time? Like a week before I got there. Wait, no, no. But I mean, like, oh, when did you when did you have the, the three experience? to four weeks, maybe? So we're talking just a couple of weeks and you guys were texting the whole time, obviously. Mm, yeah. And oh, so I she was just get there and the chemistry was zapped <gasps> right out of it. And it was just she was like, like, hey, buddy. And you're like, uh oh. It was just like, what's going on? 
maybe we need to spend like a day getting back there. And then it was like, I mean, this was a point I, I saw mm. this. I did not, let's just say I didn't handle myself as well as Kit handled herself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, did you freak out a little bit? No, I didn't freak out. I just, I lingered. Oh, you were hoping that you so you were blowing on the the hot wood. You were blowing on the flame, like the little ember, hoping that it would ignite again. And, and she's the, there like, with a hose, just like I couldn't take the hit, and it took the like harsh oh. call out to be like, "What the hell is going on?" That's brutal. And then it was the the realization of like, "Wow, that was sick move, flying all the way." Like that was a rough flight home. Yeah, it was. It was also some perspective. I mean, sure. the, to me, it's like the no regrets of like, it was cool to have done that. And I was so hyped up in the moment. We got a story now, too. I do have, I have a, a good, story. I like that. I like when so people I make sympathize, moves for stories. I sympathize with Heather of getting wrapped up in this notion. And you know she was getting supported by producers. Producers, her friend, other friends. You know, yeah. there was also people, people like, were backing it, that's going like, to be insane. Right. How could he say, no, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're going to fly out there. He's going to realize there's like this new possibility. Yeah, and then he's going to give, you're going to be on the show for the next couple of weeks. You're going to have a hometown. And instead crazy. he's like the most best guy ever by the playbook. And he's like, that'd be really unfair to all these other women. Bye. See you later. I'll walk you out. Thanks for six hours of your time. 10 days and six hours. Yeah. No, 10 days and like 30 minutes. For real. <laughs> okay. So this reminds me of a situation I had with a friend. Me and Jess are drinking with a great friend of ours. All night, talking, hanging out, having a blast. We get into this conversation of, hey, man, you know, you talking to anybody, seeing anybody? No, but there's this one. There's this one that just, I just think about all the time. We've always had this kind of like energy, but like never really crossed the line and kind of really confronted the fact that like I have massive feelings for this person. Like, marry you the next day if you feel the same way I do, but I've never had the guts to just tell you how I feel. And we in our, in our, in our just, you know, just love stupor. We're like, there's, you only live once. You got to go for it. You got to tell her how you feel. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's kind of intense. Dude, you got to do it. Man. You have to. You got to jump off the, the cliff into the water and experience the, the waters of love. You know, whatever we were stupid saying. They're warm. They're gorgeous. They're whatever yeah. you want them to be. They'll change your life. Dude, they make your skin so soft. So you we're have sitting to get in there, there and we're in at 2 a.m. and we're coming up with the bright idea. Who is she? Let's see your number. Let's see. We're on the Instagram. We're stalking. We're doing the whole thing. So we're finally just like, you gotta, you gotta text her. Out of nowhere. It's the best. It's Think about how legendary this pure, will be, man. When we go to your wedding one day and we could talk about the time that you text. Pure me. pressuring your single friends in these situations is the <laughs> it's best. legendary. So the guy's sweating. He's like, okay, I'll do it. So we spent 30 <laughs> minutes crafting just basically. How could she say no? The, the, the most incredible, artistic, beautiful, heartfelt message just from his soul pouring onto the page. Here we go. Do it, man. High fives all around. King. All right. Here we go. Another drink. You want another drink? Yeah, let's make another drink. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Need mm. it for the nerves. It's going to be legendary. It's going to be legendary. Another hour goes by. Hey, man, you want, are you still hungry? Yeah. Another hour goes by. It's like four. Let's go to bed. You know, what are we thinking? It's the middle of the night. She's, she's in a movie. She's sleeping. She's seeing multiple movies. She's busy. She's a nurse, too. Yeah, so she's for busy. real. She's on call. 
Wake up the next morning. Still nothing. Dude, well, I mean, think about it. I mean, work. You know, you don't always check your phone. It's a heavy text. It's a crazy time. A day goes by. <laughs> nothing. And then like another day goes by. And then the message comes in. And it's just like, wow. You're always a great guy. And I live in a different area. And I just hope that we have such a great friendship. And, uh, and I was just like, oh, sorry about that, man. <laughs> like, and I just literally was watching Heather the whole time, just being like, sorry, we talked you into going into the bus to show up. And that was a bad idea. Anyway, uh, have a good flight back. We'll talk to you when you get back. Like, it was brutal. I was just, I felt the whole time, like, I talked you into this. It is. And we were going to celebrate the legendary, like, the homecoming and it was going to be me and Tyler and, and Matt and you, and we were going to go to our boat and it was going to be, and it's just like, I'm sad. It is <laughs> sad. Really- it just sucks. Cause you're like, you're encouraging your friend. And then it's just like, you encourage them to come off as like a full psychopath. Like, <laughs> like fly across the country for someone they've never even met in the middle completely. of the show. It's just like, it's like, you're a scary human. Okay, I just be like, I'm sorry, my friends. And then you can't, you can't default to like, my friends peer pressured me. I would have never done that. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was, like you said, you kept bringing up Hannah. There's like, hey. No. It was like, okay. Um, so yeah, so to, uh, actually, you yeah. know, to anyone single listening to this who has friends who would readily peer pressure them into the situation. Yes. Don't let them do it. <laughs> take it from me as the peer no pressure matter, and take it from him who's had a traumatic experience. Don't do it. No matter how much fun <laughs> they are seemingly having at your expense, don't let them peer pressure you into sending that essay of a text message. Because <laughs> that's really what it was. It was about me. It's It was about me. Like yeah. when I actually look at it now, I go... I wanted to see what I happened. I want to be a matchmaker. <laughs> I, I want to like, play Cupid. I felt like, you know what? what's, what's uh, Jeff Tremaine, the guy who like runs Jackass the show. He's always the one like, Johnny Knoxville, jump off the cliff. Steve-O, staple Steve-O, your butt cheeks do together. Do fucking line of coke and have this snake bite your dickhead. Yeah, yeah and he's like, <laughs> is it okay? Be sick. But when you actually think about it, Jeff Tremaine always just was like what, telling people what to do and never did anything. Oh my God. I felt like Jeff Tremaine. I was like, do it, man. Jump off the cliff. Did and you ever, like, okay. did you ever see, did you ever just repeat what you saw on the show? I just mean, go out and just do dumb shit with your friends and film it. I, I was not like maybe a little bit, but I never was like, yeah, take the skateboard and bash it against my shins. Like, we it would be those... funny. I was always just kind of like, uh, nah. <laughs> we, but I we always like, like... had friends who would, and I was always like, that's sick. We literally saw saw Jackass 2, and just immediately just the left stuff. the movie theater, and my best friend had just come from Temple and was in his, like... First off, he was went to Temple. I just remember this because it was so funny. He went to Temple in a black suit with a purple button-down shirt, like wow, going in committed, swagged out to Temple. Swagged out, yeah. Back in the day when like a button-down was like we legendary. go, we go see this at the Third Street Promenade. If you're familiar with Santa Monica, we're at the AMC Third in Arizona. Mm-hmm. The second the movie ends, he immediately runs into Bookstone, steals a Tempur-Pedic pillow. <laughs> yolo yeah then, stealing a pillow <laughs> legendary dude and then we're like sprinting down the alleyway running away we're feeling lit off this jackass movie right just feeling hyped up public destruction mode 
we see a porta potty and just run up and just drop kick it and some dude's like hey and like, we're like this is my construction site running away and we were just like in that mode we were like we just saw Jai. Let's just break shit right. and do dumb stuff. Let's it was get like in a the shopping cart of like, I just watched a, a football game. We're going to play football with the boys. Yeah, literally. Except just like, just like way more self-destructive and like, just <laughs> and like so small. small totally like, We're going to kick a toilet. Dude, Legendary. There is 100% very good reason why they have the disclaimer of like, do not. Do not do this. We do, are getting paid money to do this. Don't actually do this. Is there anything else? Poking their poking its head for this for this. I feel like and there could we, be we look. Okay, something interesting to me is um, in terms of when we were talking about the girls bullying each other. What do we think about the girls like Jasenia and Katie calling out the boys yeah. and the way they handled that situation? And like we've seen this on the show a lot, where they're sort of like the snitch. Mm-hmm. In a way, mm-hmm. but I felt like this season was... I didn't feel like Katie was snitching on... Because it was Jasenia and Katie and MJ and the kind of Victoria meets Anna. Like, that was kind of that world. That so, was wild. So, it really was kind of the two people... Katie you know. got the rap as being the one who's like, you're whispering in Matt's ear and then causing girls to go home. Where Jasenia was asked by Matt. Jasenia was straight up asked like, by hey, Matt. Like, hey, is there any... And then she kind of... So she was a lot more, I guess you'd say, blameless in the situation. Like, Katie came forward saying, we need to deal with this. This is bad. Jasenia was more like, if you ask, I'll tell you the truth. Which is kind of like the purest way to handle it. And you Kind of what you wish happened. So that you're not the person you could be accused of. So, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, it was, it was a wild time. Well, so Katie's borderline for me. Katie's borderline crossed the line of like... It's not really your place to go and tell Matt okay. who the instigators are. Because mm. she did go out of her way. Jasenia sure. got blatantly asked by Matt. Right. But then when Jasenia and when MJ called Jasenia out, I had yeah. so much respect for Jasenia just being like, wow. Absolutely not. Am I going to apologize to you? Like, you made your bed. You got to sleep in it now. I was asked, like, I'm not going to lie for you. Figure it out. Like you, and we did really it. saw MJ's colors. Because, For real. Wow, did she come out with like a burning fire against Jasenia, and she was ready to like crazy eyes. She got. She went from like kind of being a mean girl to like attack mode, and she's like, "I lead by example," and all this crazy stuff that you say when you're, I guess, you're like guilty. Like hand in the cookie jar. Like like you could see her like the temperature in the room was fluctuating like crazy. She didn't know like oh, is she hot? Is she cold? Is it light? Is it dark? And like, the more she snapped, the more Jacenia looked right. Totally. In control. Because she just never, she's like, well, okay. Dude, even on Jacenia's date in this last episode, I was like, to anyone watching, Jacenia's an absolute catch. And their 100%. chemistry just wasn't, I feel him in the way of like, you literally are offering everything, but there's just not that it factor. It's like to the Abigail right thing. Now. It's kind of just like, on paper, man, this is electric, but like, I can't figure it out. And you know how it is. When you got your eyes on someone specific, you kind of blinders up a little bit. It's, totally. h- it's hard to kind of entertain a bunch of different. T- you can kind of just be like, man, I, I'm falling for this one over here. And I'm kind of losing interest in everybody else because that's of it. what I think it's a good note to end on is like for people wondering whether or not Matt is like a sterile person or like, are we seeing a really honest side of him? I actually think he is. I think he's really open and honest. I just think he's made his mind up. Yeah. And I think he knows what he wants enough that he's going through the motions for the show. Yeah. 
and giving everyone a fair trade, but really he's just proving himself right further and further and further by proving himself wrong. Like, like by, by attempting to prove himself wrong, he's really taking like the scientific method approach to this. Right. No, he really which, is. You know, it's like, if I want to prove my theory right, I'm going to go through every, I'm going to jump through every hoop possible to try and prove my theory wrong. Right. And the more I fail at proving it wrong, the more I'm proving it right. Mm. So it's like, I do have a lot of respect for him of like giving all these women such a fair shake to just further make up his mind Yeah, of like, I'm locked in for whatever this is. Rachel is his. You think Rachel's the one? I think Rachel's his. You know what? I, I kind of agree there a little bit. I want Michelle because I think she's the right one. Personally. Just, just to me, I go, that's wife. That's that's just like such. I love her. Mm-hmm. Rachel, I think, makes him feel powerful. I think that's what's going on there. On their date, it was like, wow, I've never seen the bright city lights before. Wow, I've never had nice things before. And he's like being the one giving it to her. I think, Bro, I we think were it made her feel that. like, I mean, it made him feel like I'm the man. And I think Michelle is a lot more of like a peer. You know what I mean? Like a lot more of like we could build together. And I think, you know, Rachel's a little bit more like, wow, you this is what you wow me. And so I, that's, that, can, that can feed into any man's ego of like, I'm the man. So I think that's what was going on. So I think he got kind of like, Dude, Beck and I were dying. You know, mystified by that. We were dying on her. Like, I've never spent more than $50 on shoes. I didn't think twice about it. I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's really nice. That's for how her. I thought. I was a little, I was a little Becca sucker. And Becca was into like, it. bullshit. And Becca's just going through her Instagram being like Air Force Ones. Da, 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 yeah, just right, like right. dropping, like, all these shoes cost more than 50 yeah, like bucks. Super influencer style. Like, I everything's was nice dying and cool. On that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, they know. They're like, I can smell it. They that girl has know. nice things. That girl's um, in the know. She's not, she has, she has an Instagram. She's not aware, but she was kind of playing like, I don't know. Well, to me, I it's just like, bail hay. And, she's, just and, exa- like, she's an exaggerator. Right. She's like, I exaggerate. What's hilarious <laughs> to me is the like, thank you as if like Matt bought her all those things. Yeah, that's personally. the thing too. It's like, he just had like, like the, he had the Harrison anything. gift card. Yeah. And he's just like, there's some free stuff for you. Wow. Wow. The red You're souls. So- this, this is an actor. I don't know who's giving us the clothes right now. <laughs> like, this mall's not even open. <laughs> like, this yeah, is right. quarantine. This is crazy. Um, but I'm really loving the man. I'm really loving the season. I think it's fun. I, th- I like the fact that, like, I actually like the fact that they're not traveling around the world because it's creating a lot of, like, unhinged reactions. Hysteria. In hysteria. Where I think it'd be a lot more, like, balanced if we were all, you know all over the world but it, it does create this sense of like they're in it with us because we're all going we all have cabin fever we're all losing our minds at home they are too so it does feel like we're all in this together a little that's bit. what this hometown's gonna be wild i also i think hometowns brings up the logistics of like i don't just logically thinking i don't think they're quarantining right for the time that like we assumed they were i think they're just rapid testing the shit out of everybody right yeah like, i don't know you pass like four of these things so you're probably good right <laughs> that's what's true right it's like ah whatever you know prick just drip all the blood from your finger on like nine of these tests right now it's like you know it's gonna cost like twenty five hundred dollars to just do it but just like just spit all <laughs> over Harrison, these will you do a hex yeah with the demon god that he's like aligned with and then we'll... hold your balls cough for me right and hold then... your ball <laughs> oh man well i'm digging it i can't wait to do this again with you man for real we gotta do it more often i know four weeks is too long we gotta do the you guys let us know how often you want us on here if we're annoying you and we're forcing our way into this situation tell us to shut up but if you dig it 
um let everybody know let the ladies know yeah and, we'll um, find excuses to lie to our women and get and over s- here and sort of like sneak into their clubhouse sneak back into the studio to uh to do this so cheers we love you thank and we'll you, see you soon uh chat soon yeah also you know you can send me and evan your um your questions yeah send us questions we're both you know, wanting to know what you guys are thinking, send us your ideas, send us uh, anything you're thinking. We want to yeah. be a part of this. I love y'all. Chat Thanks, soon. Thanks, guys.